Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a mm, real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into the one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash theathletic, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash theathletic to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash theathletic. Hello, uh, this is Alex Abnos coming to you from New York City and the elevated weird uh, storage compartment that's in my apartment uh, here. I'm looking for my suitcase because I, along with four of our other staff here on the U.S. North American soccer vertical are getting ready right now on Friday uh, to leave for Qatar. For the World Cup, you might have heard of it. A little, little soccer tournament that's happening there in the Middle East. Here it is. Here's my suitcase. All right. Ugh. All right, got it. Anyway, this is the first episode of World Cup Every Day. Uh, it's our short uh, daily look ahead to everything that's going to be happening in the next 24 hours after you're listening at the World Cup. I'm very excited about it. I'm your host, and... I'll be talking with the four other writers, the people that I mentioned before. They are Paul Tenorio and Sam Stasekul. They are, of course, covering the United States. Joshua Cuoco will be covering Canada. Felipe Cardenas will be following Mexico and a few other South American nations. Uh, They are all doing basically the same thing (laughs) that I'm doing right now, uh, finding their suitcases, finding clothes, figuring out how much they should take. And just sort of mentally getting ready for this very, very long journey we're all going to be on. And I don't know, I thought for the first episode of this show, it would be probably pretty good just to take their temperature, see what they're thinking about the World Cup, this journey that we're about to go on. And not necessarily just about the teams that they're covering, because the World Cup is obviously a huge event. I need to get back to packing. I'll let them uh, carry it from here. Hope you enjoy. Paul. Alex. How's it going, man? Good. How you doing? When last we spoke, I think you had just gotten your suitcase down or maybe you had just opened it. I can't remember where you were. You were early in the, in the suitcase process. Have things evolved at all in the last 20 minutes? 
Yeah, no, their clothes are in there. That's good. That's a step. That's how we move, you know, one article of clothing at a time. And uh, eventually that thing will be full. And I all have inevitably brought too many clothes and uh, I'll regret it, you know, some point down the road when I'm when I'm probably when there are clothes strewn about my uh, my apartment floor. You can just you can car. just put them on your portable drying rack that you, that you definitely that you definitely brought. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. And no one else can use that drying rack. Just me. <laughs> you will be sharing uh, some accommodation with Sam uh, in Qatar uh, for, for the World Cup. And both of you will be covering the U.S. men's national team very closely. We talk to you about U.S. men's national team all the time. You'll be hosting allocation disorder from Qatar. But I wanted to talk real quick before you go, while you're in the middle of, str- of throwing clothes all around your house. Uh, where, are you, where are you at mentally with, with the World Cup right now? What are you thinking about uh, generally about, about the tournament, about what you're going to be doing at the tournament, what, you know, what is to come for our team, what is to come for, you know, the, the, the play on the field, everything else, you know, what, what is sort of naturally top of mind for you right now? You know, it's, we're talking here. It's, it's a, it's Friday afternoon. I'm leaving in about 24 hours. And I would say that like, it was only, 12 hours ago that I even started thinking about what life will be like at the world cup and during the world cup. Yeah. Um, getting through the roster selection and all the work, the narrative podcast, everything else was so consuming, all consuming. So yeah, I mean, now it's like, I'm trying to let the excitement creep in about the, the tournament kicking off the games happening, um, the drama, everything, the buildup over the last, you know, year and a half plus um, to get to this point. And I think I'm looking forward to, you know, one of the coolest things about our job is we we cover soccer for a living and it allows you to make connections with people wherever you are in the world. You hop in a taxi in New York or Chicago, you can use soccer as a connection. When I go, when I went to Patagonia, uh, when I've been, you know, to Spain or Germany or wherever it is, like that is the great, you know, connector. And, and now I'm going to be at the epicenter of that. Uh, in in Doha, there are going to be people from all over the world there to to share in that that love for the sport. So I'm really excited for that because you always meet new people and make new connections around the sport that are fascinating. Um, and 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 that for me is kind of what's driven me. I, I've been waiting for this for a long time. I started working professionally in 2007. I thought I was going to go to the 2010 World Cup. I didn't. I thought I was going to go to 2014. I changed jobs right before and. You know, it wasn't going to happen at that job. 2018, we know what happened. And and so it's been a long time coming. I'm also just excited to to finally get a chance to cover a World Cup. Yeah. Uh, is, is there any particular uh, game attraction thing in Qatar that 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 you want to that that is sort of marked on your calendar? Let's say like non-U.S. national team division. I really, really want to go to a Costa Rica game. Um, one of the things that just packed into my suitcase is uh the jersey I bought my dad at uh, the start of qualifying. Obviously, my, my father passed away this May. Um, my mom gave me back the jersey that I gave to my dad, and I'll be taking that with me to the tournament, and I'd like to put it on and wear it at a game and 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 think of him, kind of bring him with me to the tournament um, and support Costa Rica. So I'm, that's what I'm looking forward to most from a from a fan perspective. I, I would love – you know, I've, I've been lucky enough to cover, cover Messi. It would be cool to watch Messi play in a World Cup. Um, for sure, if if that opportunity presents itself, but I, you know, my focus will be on on work, and then if I if I can get to a Costa Rica game, that that is uh, that's you know number one on my list. Well, I think I told you uh, when you brought this up before, but we're we'll, we'll we'll try and make that happen for you. I don't think we'll we'll be driving you too hard to prevent you from seeing Costa Rica, Paul. 
uh, thanks so much for all your work. And I don't know, I'll see you in the Middle East in a little bit. Yeah, see you in a few days about, uh, you know, 14 and a half hour flight from where I'm sitting right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sam. Alex. How are you doing, man? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, you can't really see my room. The listeners certainly can't, but I'll show you. That's basically how I'm doing right oh now. Oh, my goodness. There's There appears to be several different piles of things uh, in various yeah, locations there's a lot on going the floor. On. I don't see much of a floor is, is basically. The... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Not much of a floor. Uh, where is the floor? We'll find out over the next 24 hours. Hey, um, so, much, so much talk about the ceiling of this U.S. team. Not much, yeah. not enough talk about the floor or maybe yeah. too much talk about the floor. I don't know. I don't I don't know. But yes, there is a lot going on, a lot happening just to get ready to get on this plane tomorrow night, Saturday. Right. Yes. So See, easy, easy, easy enough to forget, amazingly enough. So you, of course, along with uh, Paul Tenorio, will be covering the U.S. men's national team. And, you know, we've talk to you about them all the time um, with good reason. But I'm sort of curious before, you know, I leave you for now, before I see you in person in the Middle East in a little bit, <laughs> what are you, what are you most looking forward to? What are you thinking about what's on your mind about the world cup as you're sort of preparing for this trip? Because I think we're all thinking different things uh, and maybe we're thinking yeah. some of the same things. I don't know. So I think of this tournament or I've been thinking of it in like two very different buckets if that makes sense mm -hmm. from a sporting perspective i'm really excited personally you know the world cup is great everybody loves it like the games are awesome uh and it only comes around once every four years this will be the first time i ever am at one in person so very much looking forward to that and very much looking to to covering the u.s team and you know stepping in on canada a time or two perhaps as well and um so yeah from that side of it it's a huge thrill it's a career highlight you know it's everything that i've been working for for a long time plus it's the world cup so yeah that'll be awesome the other bucket isn't as fun of course right. uh the world cup is in Qatar, and there are a lot of people that don't have rights there that have them here and should have them everywhere and that is uh unjust and sad and a massive bummer and, you know, this is a country that probably shouldn't have gotten this tournament in the first place for a million different reasons. Um, and there's been a real human toll with a lot of people dying in the construction of the infrastructure. So it's conflicting emotions. I think I am uh, doing an okay job at separating the art from the artist, to yeah. use an analogy. Uh, but it's also, I think, important to, to remember both things for how we cover this moving forward. I find myself constantly wondering if we should be like prefacing every single thing we say about the country or everything that we experience with a, this is a place that lacks basic human rights for many people. People died building these things. Yeah. To what extent people will just know that automatically because of all the covers are, has been of it. Has there been enough coverage? I don't know. I think these are all questions we're thinking about. Yeah, and, and it's weird. It's it's a little bit because I've been so personally my coverage has been so focused on the soccer, the sports side of it, right? Yeah. And so I've had that thought in, in the back of my head. And I think there's, you know, we're very lucky, Alex, to work at a an outlet that is sending what, twenty people? 
20 people, five of us and 15, 15 from our UK so desk. The good news is, is we will have people and we already do have people doing some pretty incredible work on those kinds of stories. So it doesn't have to be all one person doing everything at all times, right. um, which which makes our lives a lot easier, certainly, and allows us as the athletic to toot our own horn here <laughs> um, to really cover all of our bases and hopefully deliver things, content that people like throughout the course of the, of the World Cup. Well, I, I called just hoping to check in, see where you're at. And uh, we got a pretty good athletic commercial out of it. So I'll call, I'll call that a win. Uh, send it send, to our bosses. <laughs> yeah, oh, we will. We'll, we'll send them the link because everybody should be subscribing to this podcast feed. Um, Sam, I'll let you get back to your, to your many varying piles of things. And uh, I'll so see you in the Middle piles. East. <laughs> see ya. Felipe, how's it going? Going well. How, how are you feeling? Are you, are you ready for this? Are you, is everything together? You're 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 ready to 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 take this journey. I'm ready to go on the journey and the adventure. I don't know. I don't know if my wife's ready for me to leave. <laughs> no, well, my kids are sad. They're like they've been you know bummed out if they when they remember mm-hmm. all week. And so like I, I tell Nico, he gets it. I'm like. Just remember that when you when you get sad, like think your dad's living his dream. <laughs> why is like, that funny? Okay. Why is that funny? To, why when is that a funny thing to say? Like to for your a ten year old, it's like he's like, wow, okay, I got yeah. it. Yeah, I feel like that 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 excuse has a limited shelf life in terms of age. I, know. I feel like once you get past a certain age, you can't say like, can you just be happy? For this other person that is yeah. making you sad? <laughs> no, like I can't, ex- like Luna's five years old. Like she just knows right. I'm not going to be here. Yeah. So she just knows it's like a soccer thing and she knows I love soccer. So whatever. But no, I think we're all ready. We've got stuff. They're traveling too for Thanksgiving. They're going to get out of the house. You yeah. know, they're going to be around people. So, but no, I think I, I just have to pack. I have my list, all my checklists. It's, I'm ready. You know? Yeah. Well, and what's, then, well, you, you will obviously be covering. Mexico very closely. We talk to you about Mexico often. You'll be chipping in on some other uh, South American countries, Uruguay, Ecuador, maybe a little Argentina here and there. So you can talk about any of those countries. You can talk about all of them. What generally what's what is sort of on your mind about the World Cup as you uh, get ready to leave for Qatar tomorrow? I mean, honestly, the way I'm I'm approaching it is, yes, you have assignments, you're covering teams, you're going to go to training, you're reporting. But I think what I'm most uh, intrigued by is is experiencing a World Cup from the inside, you know, from from within the walls of FIFA and the facilities and you're in the press room and you're in the mix zone. Uh, yes, I've, you know, I've covered a Gold Cup and you've covered league games and you've, you've sort of been in that environment, but this is a totally different beast. Uh, and so the world cup is the biggest uh, sporting event in the world. And, and, and that's what I'm expecting to see. Of course, there's the cultural part as well that I think anytime you go to a part of the world that you don't know, there's, there's a challenge, there's an anxiety, but a positive anxiety, honestly, to see like, what is this going to be like? How is this country prepared? And, and, you know, listen, I remember USA 94, I was a 16 year old. I went to like four games with my family in Chicago and Detroit and, it was amazing to see the fans. And so I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, the folklore of a World Cup. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? 
Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard it right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask me. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Yeah, I mean, there, you know, people, I think, understand that they that these events, World Cups are huge, huge sporting uh, enterprises and, and sporting events. But it's a logistical event, too. Like there's there's so much going on and so many facilities and so many like places to be and things to see and people to talk to it can be really really o- overwhelming um but i think i think it'll be really fun and i think you're uh i think you're set any 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 last thoughts before you hop on the plane anything any one person or thing you're looking forward to i mean listen man i i get to see Lionel messi in one of the biggest games of the tournament argentina mexico i've i've circled that i had that circled ever since the draw came out i remember thinking like you know i've been covering mexico for three years now i know that team really well i i follow south american football since i was a child and so i know the culture around argentina and their world cup expectations so seeing him seeing Lionel messi in this like final last dance if you will and against you know a rival a, a World Cup rival in Mexico. They have history and there's an Argentine coach on the sideline in Tata Martino. I just think there's so many storylines for that game. Uh, so that's the one that I'm most looking forward to without a doubt. Well, Felipe, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for us. I'm excited for the World Cup. I'll see you in, uh, I'll see you in Qatar. See you there, Alex. Josh. Yeah. How's it going? Good, you? <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking to me. I am talking to you. You got uh, a lot on the go. Yeah. How? It, what? Uh, what? Where are you at right now? Where's Where's your Where's your preparation level uh, for for the trip for Qatar for everything? Uh, I could go. I could go tomorrow. I don't. I haven't packed yet, but I could go tomorrow. Mentally, I am ready. Awesome. Mentally, well, you, I am ready to go. Well, what are you most looking forward to? Are we recording this? Yeah, we're recording this. Like we're right away. Which is right away. This is meant to be informal and fun. <laughs> um, I want to make this quick because I know oh, you have I, I know you have a lot to do. So as you're getting everything ready, Josh, we know that you'll be covering a very, very exciting Canadian team, and we know that you'll be covering them very, very closely. But aside from that, because I talk to you about Canada all the time. Yep. What are you most excited about with this World Cup in particular? What are you looking forward to seeing, doing, experiencing? once you're in the Middle East. 
So I am a bit of a, I, I don't like the term foodie, but I am never afraid to try different things. I think if we were to kind of go like pound for pound in terms of like who's eaten some of the weirdest or strangest things, I, I feel confident saying that I'd win. Um, and that said, I have no idea what people eat in Qatar. And I, I don't mean that to be ignorant. I have no idea what I'm going to eat. I'm looking forward to trying different things. I've been to, I've been as far as close to the Middle East as like Cappadocia and Turkey, but I don't think I've ever been to the Middle East, like the desert proper. Mm-hmm. What, what, what's the food going to look like? What am I going to be having for, for breakfast? Am I like, what kind, like what kind of, what am I going to drink? Like what, you know, <laughs> what is anybody that follows me on Twitter? Like, what's the pizza going to be like? This is a, <laughs> like a legitimate like thing. Like I'm really excited because I, I was saying this to my wife today. I'm like, I really don't know what people in Qatar eat. And I'm excited to try and find that out. That That's kind of where I'm at. I mean, it, it'll be fun to just for me to... You know, I think all of us um, haven't done a lot of traveling the last few years. And so I've become pretty ingrained in just like living in Southern Ontario and to go to a completely like it'll feel like a different planet at times. Will it not? I I would assume so. I'm I'm not sure. So <laughs> I've never been to Qatar. <laughs> yeah. So there's a little bit of that at, at play. Um, uh and like, look, I, I know we were kind of talking about this on a like a call earlier. Like, I'm looking forward to being able to just go to a like the World Cup. It, it this one has legitimately snuck up on all of us. Mm-hmm. Like the idea of a like this is this is still the biggest tournament on the planet, and to be able to go to this tournament that like just you know I'll be the idealistic one. Like as a kid, you would just revere this tournament. Like just being able to step foot inside of a stadium for a World Cup match is not something a lot of people get to do so yeah food desert like look dude i I bought linen pants i wasn't kidding on the slack i bought (laughs) i bought them like i'm all in i'm all in so yeah i I, i'm ready but i I would i would say the, the the food thing uh is way at the top of the list that's awesome cool Thank you so much to Paul Tenorio, Sam Stayskull, Felipe Cardenas, and Josh Cloak for visiting me with me one last time on uh, Zoom or on the phone before we all spend way too much time together in Qatar over the next couple weeks, and maybe more, depending on how these teams do. You'll hear a lot more from them throughout those the entire time on this podcast feed we'll have really really in-depth coverage of the u.s men's national team as always with paul tenorio and sam sasco on allocation disorder and then also josh on canada and felipe on mexico before we go i just want to sort of give my own take on things as i'm sort of rooting through my dresser to find out (laughs) you know how many pairs of pants i should bring and stupid stuff like that um I would agree with pretty much everything that the guy said. Uh, I, I, like Paul, have you know a family sort of angle that I'm looking forward to with 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 Iran and, and seeing that team play. Given everything that's going on there, I share Sam's uh, sort of being of two minds about this tournament. Both being excited for the sporting 
aspect and the professional aspect. This is, you know, much like the players. This is very much uh, the pinnacle of our profession, and I'm very, very uh, lucky and privileged and, and thankful that I get that I get to go. But of course, while also acknowledging all of the many, many, many human rights and other reasons why it's weird that this uh, tournament is in Qatar in the first place. Like Josh, I'm interested in what the food is going to be like there. And like Felipe, I, you know, am looking forward to the play on the field. I, I, I also am curious to see what Leo Messi does in this World Cup, for example. But I think on top of that, something I'm really interested in and what's really on my mind as I'm sort of looking through my dresser right now is related to, to a lot of that, which is literally how is this tournament going to happen? I don't know. Um, I am lucky to have gone to a couple World Cups before, one working there and one as a fan, uh, Germany as a fan, and then Brazil working there. And I know just having sort of been on both sides of it, these are gigantic logistical undertakings. And even countries that have all sorts of infrastructure and are well used to having tons and tons and tons of tourists things can go wrong even in those countries and in Doha in, in Qatar you have a country that's not used to those things now granted it's and I don't know if, if the fact that it's a much smaller country will make things easier or more difficult I think the fact that so much has had to be built so quickly at the cost of so many lives is you know notable and I think it's going to show just in terms of how things work there. How long are the lines going to be to get into the stadium? What is the crowd control going to be like? What's the crowd control going to be like in the stadium, coming out of the stadium? We just saw issues with this happen in Europe uh, for both the Champions League final and, and, the, Euro, and the Euros. Um, wh- how crowded is this brand new metro system that they just built? going to be? Is it actually going to be realistic, realistic to take it to get anywhere in any kind of, you know, realistic time frame? Um, what's the traffic going to be like? This is just getting around stuff. And that's before we even get to things like food uh, that, you know, Josh is talking about. Are all the restaurants going to be booked up forever? Are they going to raise prices because they know that you have nowhere else to go? You know, that might work out just fine for me and the people that are there professionally. But what about people that spent a lot uh, to, to go there to watch their teams play? Um, what about lodging? You know, there, there's just a million questions that I think have yet to be answered. And we're not going to know the answer to them until we get there. So as an event, I'm very, very interested in, in seeing how Cutter 2022 plays out as an event. I'll leave you with that. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be with you every day through this week, and then certainly once the games start, we'll have a lot of great stuff planned for you. My name is Alex Abnos. This is World Cup Every Day. We're produced by the wonderful Mike Zimmerman. Enjoy your Monday. Enjoy your last World Cup-free week before the madness begins. And happy soccer to all of you. 
As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.